We are going to begin today's session with a conversation with Christian Schernick, founder and CEO of Round 2 Capital Partners. Christian, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ramana. So let's get acquainted. Let's get you introduced to our uh, community here. Tell us a bit about yourself as well as about the funds Round 2 Capital Partners. Great, yes. Thank you for, for having me here. Um, I'm happy to, to talk a little bit about what we're doing. Um, yeah, so we, um, I founded Round 2 Capital uh, not uh, three years ago. Uh, we run a 20 million euro fund currently. Um, and what we are doing is investing into uh, tech scale-ups, uh, not early-stage startups, but those that, that already have a median euro or are around the median euro uh, in, in turnover, uh, using uh, a revenue-based finance product. So that means that we don't invest into the equity, but we basically buy a share in the, in the revenues of those companies that we invest in. This, uh, I mean, the, the yep. Uh, let's understand the model a bit better because uh, obviously it's slightly different from what we normally uh, encounter. So you're saying you want to see a million dollars in revenue already that has been what, bootstrapped? This is a million dollars of bootstrapped revenue already happening in the company? That's right. That's uh, ideally uh, the company is fully bootstrapped or it has an uh, angel investor or two angel investors, but, but typically they are not uh, uh, sponsored by VC firms. So uh, we are looking into cases where the entrepreneurs have been building the business uh, on their own. And is there a particular business model that you're looking for? Is this like a $1 million in ARR, annual recurring revenue for a SaaS business, or it's $1 million of any kind of revenue, any kind of business model. It's not necessarily SaaS. Uh, we prefer SaaS uh, because uh, the, the, the revenues are recurring. So you, you run a subscription model uh, where, uh, uh, I mean, there's some kind of stability in, in, the, in the revenues the, the companies are generating and the, the gross profit margin is very high. So there is not a lot of uh, material costs, uh, if any, other than for Amazon Web Services or something. Uh, uh, there's a um, low need for working capital. Um, uh, that's sort to say that the preferred businesses. We, we can also invest in other businesses than SaaS, but then they have to have high gross profit margins and, and low working capital needs so that the company okay. can be scaled without major needs in, in capital. And what kind of check sizes do you write into these situations? I mean, we write checks between uh, 300,000 euros and 2 million euros. That's where we are at the okay. moment. So, um, and we have invested across all of those sizes. Um, 300,000 euros and to 2 million euros. And, and what are you... Uh, just give us an idea about the terms. If, a, if an entrepreneur has bootstrapped to a million dollars and wants to raise 300,000 euro with you or let's say a million euro, what kind of terms are they uh, dealing with here? 
Yeah, so so the major differentiating factor is that we don't interfere into the cat table. So uh, my philosophy and our philosophy is that we really want to help entrepreneurs to grow their business and, and let them stay in control. Um, so therefore, what we do is we, we, we fund uh, the companies and we get a, a share in their revenues in return. Uh, uh, the revenue shares are typically between three to five percent of the turnover. So let's say you have a business that is generating $100,000 per month in revenues. Uh, if we have a revenue share of five percent, then we would get $5,000 each month as a, as a repayment of the, of the funding. Uh, and we don't get this forever. Uh, we get this uh, revenue share until a certain cap is reached that we define once uh, when we enter into the business. And the caps, they vary between 1.35 to two times the funding amount. So if we uh, very okay. easily, if we fund a company with a million, we get the revenue share until we have two million back. So it's like a debt that is paid back as a part of revenue share with some multiple of the revenue as the cap. That's the model. With some multiple of the funding amount, yes, funding yes. amount. So okay. if we if we fund half a million, uh, we get the revenue share until let's say we have a million back, right. and then the and then the, the financing ends. Um, so if there is an exit before that, that that's nice for us, so that's good. Uh, we have nothing against it. Uh, then we then we normally exit the business as well. Uh, in, in, at times of the change of the control. Uh, if there's no exit, then we don't care. We just have the revenue share until we have reached the cap and then the funding yeah. ends and the entrepreneur can stay in control the rest of his life. So this offers yeah. a lot of more flexibility for the entrepreneur. Uh, we don't force them to sell uh, or, or to yeah, uh, very aggressively uh, um, pursue uh, an extremely steep growth path. If they want to do this, of course, we are very happy and we, we support them, but if they don't want to do that, that's fine for us as well. Yeah, okay. And uh, what about geography? Where are you doing this? Yeah, so we are an Austrian-Swedish fund. Uh, uh, basically, uh, we 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 are located in Vienna, in Austria, and in Stockholm, and in Sweden. Um, and we do deals uh, currently mainly in the German-speaking part of Europe. So that means Austria, Germany, uh, Switzerland, and in the Scandinavian countries, uh, Finland, Sweden, Denmark. Um, we are also looking into Norway. But uh, uh, we have quite a substantial deal flow. So we get around one pitch deck per day uh, which is really nice, uh, and we get pitch decks from all over Europe. So uh, we're looking right now into two cases in the UK. We have cases from Spain, from France, uh, but this is not something that we actively pursue. Uh, we actively focus on on and on the German-speaking uh, part of mm -hmm. Europe and on the Nordics. And uh, how many companies have you invested in following this model? Uh, until now, we have invested in 11 companies. So we, we made our first uh, investment two years ago. 
um, and uh, we are about to invest in a couple of more. So, uh, I mean, now, of course, we have the COVID crisis, so we, we haven't been doing investments now since uh, beginning of March. Um, but normally, we, we do one investment per month. That's, that's our run rate. Mm -hmm. And let's do a few examples of the kinds of companies that you have invested in. So just pick a few from your portfolio and talk us through what, uh, what they do and why you thought that they were a good fit for your model. Sure. I mean, uh, so um, as I said, we have predominantly invested in B2B SaaS firms. This is around 70% of our portfolio. Um, so let's take, for instance, the, the, the Finnish firm uh, Vainu. Uh, that's uh, um, a bootstrap SaaS firm that has uh, uh, more than 10 million euros recurring revenues already. So this is already quite a sizable business. Uh, the guys that have been founding these uh, companies are, are, of course, great guys. They managed to, to uh, bootstrap the business to that size. Um, and they, they don't want to uh, um, uh, get involved with any VCs because they are already uh, they have a size already where it's not necessary anymore. Still, they need some money to accelerate uh, their growth. And uh, this was just a perfect match with our with our model. So we can we can provide them uh, with funding. They can accelerate the growth, but they don't have to let anybody into the cap table. Um, we have another case. Um, I don't know. For, uh, for instance, Homemaker in in Sweden. Uh, that's a company that is doing uh, prop tech, um, and they have invested uh, very early on because this went through a good personal contact, uh, and, and uh, we invested a, a very small amount in a, in a very early stage, so they had uh, uh, about half a million euros of turnover, uh, and then we just uh, increased uh, the, the funding amount as, as the company was growing, and they are now on a very nice uh, uh, track, um, and they, they have, have still um, basically a clean cap table. Um, uh, well, I mean, we have other cases. We have a, a company in Hamburg, in Germany, called Nubo. Uh, there you have a couple of business angels that, that are uh, invested. Uh, the company is growing very nicely. Uh, they have around, um, I think it's now close to 2 million euros of, of uh, recurring revenues. Um, and they are operating at around uh, break even, and we invested, I think, three hundred thousand uh, at the beginning, and now we just recently increased to to five hundred thousand euros. Um, they have also other funding sources, but we are an important part of their funding mix. Mm -hmm. um, so, Interesting. Um, yeah. do you have other uh, uh, firms, other funds that are doing this model that you're operating in in Europe? I mean, uh, there is uh, one or two funds in the UK that, that uh, are running this uh, model, and we have seen now also that there's two new funds in Berlin who start to work with this model, not exactly the same model as we run it, but similar. So mm -hmm. I think we, we are really the, the pioneers in Europe, uh, and now we have, of course, other funds that, that, that uh, do the same and, and start to 
to to copy us in a way, and that's that's really fine for us because it just shows yeah. that our model is actually something that's valuable. Absolutely, very interesting. Very interesting. Now, uh, have you seen any exits yet? Um, I mean, we we would have had an exit before the COVID crisis, actually. Um, huh. That has hit. Uh, this exit is for the moment delayed a little bit. Um, you know, our portfolio is still very young. I mean, as I said, we started to invest two years ago, so um, uh, yeah, we are not. We don't have any time pressure on on exits. But yeah, they will okay. come, of course. Yeah, of course. So, uh, Christian, there's one thing that I must tell you um, is. On, on the One Million by One Million blog, we do this Entrepreneur Journey series of case studies where we invite entrepreneurs who have reached at least $5 million in revenue, and then we do these very long feature stories on them. So to the extent companies in your portfolio crossed $5 million in revenue, you should definitely reach out to us, and we'll be happy to do case studies on them so that your model gets more uh, you know, publicity and awareness. Okay. The new model and unique model. We would be very happy to cover it. I can I can talk to 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 the firms that that have surpassed five million in our portfolio and ask them. Uh, I think that would be great. Terrific. We'll be we'll be delighted to have them in the program. All right. Well, uh, that's very interesting and and a different perspective on startup financing, folks. Um, I'm happy to be able to expose this community to what Christian and his firm, Round to Capital, is doing in Europe. Um, I have seen a few of these kinds of, you know, innovations in early stage financing, which is really important. And I'll tell you why I think it is really important and why we uh, wanted to feature Christian in the, Christian in the show. You know. There is a the venture capital industry generally is looking for these unicorn businesses which go from zero to hundred million dollars in five to seven years in this hyper growth mode, and um, and they're looking for a billion dollar valuation and so on and so forth. But that requires that you have a very large billion dollar plus TAM total available market, and uh, that category of companies that have that size TAM and that kind of fast growth trajectory is not common. Hyper growth and hyper large TAM is not common in business. So there are many more $5 million, $10 million, $20 million, $50 million ideas than these billion dollar ideas. And uh, one of the stated goals of $1 million by $1 million has always been for the last decade to support these entrepreneurs who are working in the non-unicorn, non-venture capital uh, mode. So these kinds of innovations that Christian is highlighting in his firm and in, in today's conversation are really important because this gives us a financial vehicle, financing mechanism with which to finance those other kinds of companies that may not grow at such a high pace and may not be uh, you know, venture style companies. So, great, Christian. Wonderful. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more on that. Um, no, I, I had an earlier career um, in, in, in academics, so I, I, I've done a PhD 
and I was really trained in statistics and uh, my, my, uh, my, um, my focus area in research was decision theory and it's, it's really interesting. I mean, there's a lot of research showing that people are very influenced by extreme values. So, yeah. and then they overestimate the probability that they will reach these extreme values. I think it's, it's, it's very important to have these role models of you know, these tremendously successful uh, startups. That's, I think it's really important, but, but this, is not the more, this is not reality for 99.99% for of all entrepreneurs. And, yeah. uh, um, and the economy as a whole is typically built on these mid-sized companies not only in the German-speaking Europe. I mean, this is, of course, the strength of the German economy, for instance, but it's the same also in the U.S., but everybody's chasing to become this uh, unicorn and everybody wants to invest in a unicorn, even if the probability is extremely low. And uh, I think that's really important, and I think it's great that you, that you highlight. 